0: This is the One Big Thought
1: Podcast. Welcome back to the One Big Thought Podcast. I'm Ken. I'm your host, your moderator, your question asker, um, all the things. Uh, thanks again for joining us, for listening, for subscribing, on your ride home, on you know your warm-up to your workout. Whatever it is, we're going to keep it short and sweet. We're trying to get this to about 10 minutes or so. So again, you can listen to this again. You can connect. You can um, share it very easily. It's not going to take up, you know, four hours of your day. Although I'm pretty sure that Andy and Anthony could talk for four hours, being pastors for as long as they've had, they they have they can definitely do that. But thanks again for joining us. Thanks for being here, guys. How are you doing today? What's going on? What's new? What's new with life? You 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 hitting any tennis balls lately?
2: Yeah, hitting the tennis balls (laughs) if it would stop raining. But uh, good to be here with you guys. Andy, you pickleball?
0: I I have. I picked up pickleball. Nice. Which is uh, kind of fun. I think I'm actually going to play today. Okay. Is Parker tying his shoes this time? I don't know. That's a demoralizing. I don't want to talk about <laughs> we'll, that.
1: We'll get, that into it. get into that in another episode. I don't know how that but, fits uh, in here, Ken. It, uh, you know, you got to give people a little bit of connection to you, you know? Right, so. Now I got to share the story real quick. <laughs>
0: Let's do it. So I just started playing pickleball and my son's 23 and he's a, he's a great athlete. And so he's never played pickleball either. And neither one of us are really tennis players. Like Anthony, Anthony's like a real deal tennis player. Yeah. We just can... Hit the ball back and forth, but pickleball, I'm like, this is gonna be fun, and uh, and it's a smaller court, so you know, so we play, and I I beat him the first the first match, like we played, I'm like, oh, I'm having a run around, and then the second match he just destroys me, third match he destroys me, fourth match he destroys me, and then I realized that his shoes aren't even tied, like they were just like <laughs> loosely put on his feet, like, oh man, <laughs> he's like, I'm worst. not, just, he's like, do you want me to tie my shoes and really try? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, we gotta go, we, we gotta leave, it's embarrassing, so. So, I'm not so my goal now is just to hit him with the pickleball. Right. That's my only go. goal. Just yeah. Hit just it as hard as them. I can straight
1: at him. Sure. That's discipleship. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, none of this relates to discipleship, I think, in any way. Um, but, uh, but we are glad that you're joining us. We're glad that you're connecting with us. You're getting to know us a little bit on this discipleship journey. And and I think that is part of discipleship as well. It's the relational aspect of it. It's not just the practical takeaways and the sessions and, and all those things. Although we are in session seven, we are in podcast seven. So if you um, have downloaded the resource, you're looking to follow along, you're looking to connect with us, again, session seven is where we're at. So you can find that in the show notes. You can also find different ways to connect and follow Andy and Anthony and myself on social media. If you want to do that, you can do that as well. But check the show notes for all those things. We are going to be talking about giving today as it relates to the behavior of a disciple. But um, we're going to dive in a little bit more into giving, not just the financial piece of giving, But the time and the talents piece of it, along with the treasures, I think too often as a church, as a whole, not just our church, but global church and and Christians everywhere, we only focus on the treasures as gifts, and we don't really focus in on the holistic side of being generous and giving back. So, um, Anthony, what are some initial thoughts to kick us off on uh, on
2: giving? yeah, and so this discipleship journey is all about trying to be more like God, and uh, God was a generous God John three sixteen probably the most popular verse in the Bible, says that for God so loved the world that he gave, and so this topic uh, related to discipleship is really about us trying to be like God,
0: yep, yeah, I would say that the uh, the beautiful thing of Giving in the context of your time, talent, and treasures, as you just said, Anthony. When we give, there, there's two things. As a pastor, I say this regularly. Whenever, whenever we talk about giving, that there's two areas that if people in our church would truly trust us in what we say, it's giving and in serving. That if mm. when we give, when we're generous, and when we serve, we are most like Jesus, hmm. and that's true. I mean, look at yep. his lifestyle. Look at exactly. Jesus, John three sixteen, the very beginning of who God is, the nature of Jesus. And you're right, Ken. Often everybody just talks about their wallet, right? Mm-hmm. Or their finances. But our most precious commodity is our time. Yep. And discipleship, as we said earlier, is just spending time together. Mm-hmm. You can't do good discipleship without spending time together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the disciples followed Jesus everywhere he went for three years. Now, that's kind of impossible in our culture. And, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe in social I mean,
1: media, you could follow him.
0: You could. <laughs> But, you know, at some point somebody's got to go home. you know what right. I'm saying, like yeah. <laughs> uh, but it is about that time, but more than that, the word I love to use mostly is generosity. Mm. Are you being just a generous person? Mm-hmm. somebody needs something they know they can call you uh you God's given you gifts and talents, which I think we're talking about in another session or two. uh are you using your gifts and talents for the kingdom, mm-hmm. not just your local church, not just your own personal gain, but for the kingdom? How are you doing that? and then, of course, it is about. The financial side as well. Yeah, Are we generous financially? One of my favorite verses to use, uh, guys, is in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. And I love just the end of that. It, it speaks about reaping what you sow. Hmm. And I think that's true across the board, our time, our talent, and our treasure. I, I know this is speaking about the harvest and getting the harvest. But he, at the end of that, he says, for God loves a cheerful giver. And that's true. I think right then and there, it, I mean, I say this again often, how many times has God needed to say something for it to be true? Yeah, Mm, right. So, God loves a cheerful giver, period. He said it. It's in the Word of God. It's in Scripture. So, therefore, we should be generous. Mm -hmm. And again, oftentimes, people, they want to control their time, they want to control their talents, what they do, and they want to control their money, and that's exact opposite of being generous. You can't be controlling and be generous, so therefore, you got to kind of give it. And we've got a couple of things that we've used historically, Anthony, here at the church that has helped us understand generosity with financial freedom, financial peace university. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got kind of a 80, 10, 10 mentality. And maybe you want to share a little bit about that.
2: Yeah. And it's a, a practical way to think about, um, uh, you giving, you know, this idea that we ought to uh, save for the future. Um, you know, saving 10% for, of our income for the future, not, not the, the big goal is to not spend a hundred percent or more than a hundred percent of your income, but to live, on less than that and if you can live around that 80% mark save 10% and then be able to give 10% yep. um, yeah. you know that's a, a lifestyle that is uh, attainable and, yeah. be, and a challenging uh, but you have to be vision. intentional about it yeah, yeah. yeah. Right.
0: and what you just said there is true uh, most people are living above and beyond their 100% like they're, they're they're living 110, 120% which is why most people are in debt right But I thought of this, I don't know why I didn't think about this before, but that's true for our time Mm -hmm. as well. I mean, think about how many people are working endless hours, killing themselves because their lifestyle is such that they got to pay off debt. They got to do this. They got to do that. They got to do all these things. And so, how do we help people become debt-free? How do we help people become generous in all the things. And that's just a, it's a posture and it's a lifestyle choice. And it's, you know, the basic financial maturity steps that if you're familiar at all with Dave Ramsey stuff or financial freedom or financial peace, they talk about kind of the, the steps Uh, and I'm just going to go through them real quickly because I think this is a good podcast to do this in. Uh, Step one is, as Anthony said, living on a budget, which is 80, 10, 10. Uh, Step two is, do you have an emergency fund of a thousand dollars? Step three is paying off consumer debt. Step four is to save three to six months worth of living expenses. Mm-hmm. And step five is you build wealth. And what they'll say is once you once you kind of get to these points, it's amazing how much more generous you yep, are. But it's an can. understanding. Uh, I mentioned my son earlier who's 23 and graduated college uh, and then went into you know, his professional life. And we were helping him navigate getting his first apartment, mm-hmm. uh, which he did this last year, which is so kind of cool to see him adulting. And he's making – not a gazillion dollars, but he's making way more than I made coming out of college. Like, <laughs> right. and he's single. Yeah. By the way, by the way, ladies, he's, he's single. There you just go. Just put that out there too. <laughs> I'll put his photo in the uh, bio yeah, we'll, here. We'll, we'll, we'll also put we'll, his Instagram. We'll link in the, to his the- uh, account. We need to get that boy <laughs> a girl. So, uh, and it was funny. I almost like, it was just a, st- cause he, and he was dead, and I don't know Anthony, if you had this conversation with with uh, your kids too, but he was like, "Can I can I live off of this? Hmm. I was like, I'm gonna slap you. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Can you live? You're single, right? You're making this much money. What do you mean? Can you live off of it? You have no debt. He has no debt. Wow. And but again, it's just a f- understanding, sure. generosity framework of just understanding. <laughs> To do that.
1: Yeah, and I love that. You know, again, whether it's with your finances or with your time, like spend eighty percent of your time doing these other things. That's saving time yes. for yourself, saving yes. time for your family, saving time for, yeah. for you know each other, and then giving. 10% of your time back to the church, back to the community, get back to, back to, it's, it's that generous lifestyle. It's that understand again, the posture yep. towards giving that we have. So, we should be marked by generosity, absolutely. plain and simple.
0: As, as believers, as Christ followers, one of the tell signs mm-hmm. should be our generosity. Yep. And unfortunately, it's usually not.
1: Yeah. So- You know, it's been a quick 10 minutes on giving, on generosity, on your time, your talent, your treasure. And this is hopefully to help you continue to engage with the material, with the resources. It's also to help you have great conversations around with your staff, if you're in ministry, with your family, with your spouse, with others as you're discipling them. Uh, In our next session, session eight, we're going to be talking about being empowered, empowered by the spirit and making disciples. So we can't wait to continue the conversation with you soon.